Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today is a magnificent day for the pod because today is our first episode to include an international call-in. What? What? That's right. We are really stepping things up for season two with today's guest who is zooming in from the exotic land of Canada. Can, is that how we pronounce it? This guest is as real as it gets. He is a writer slash comedian currently for NBC hit Darling America. American Auto, and previously for shows such as Life in Pieces and, of course, Single Parents with yours truly. Uh, He's also just an incredibly funny human and a dear friend of mine, and I'm so excited to introduce you right this minute. Please welcome to the podcast, Kyle Mack. Uh, Thank you for having me, Taylor. I'm so excited to be here. Very nice intro. We we planned it extensively, and I did, I made you add so much more than you had, which was none none of the nice guy (laughs) stuff or funny guy stuff. He uh, gun to my head. He flew yeah, in absolutely. to make sure that I was doing this uh, accurately. Uh, I'm so glad. I, there was a moment where you froze for a second, and I was like, "Kyle, was that okay? <laughs> or did you want me? Did I not do it nice enough?" Um, I miss you. I'm so happy to be seeing you. It's so nice to talk to you. I mean, this is an awesome opportunity. It's been a long time since I've talked to you virtually, even. So I'm ready to like to jump in and fight you like on this <laughs> good good I'm, it, I'm glad that time and distance has not <laughs> limited your capacity to take me on um i will say this is one of my favorite i'm most fascinated about this hill it's it's one of my favorites that i've heard thus far because i don't quite understand it yet but i have a feeling <laughs> that i will would you mind telling us what your hill is so my hill is and i'm surprised that you're confused by this it to me it's the most obvious thing in the world but my hill <laughs> is that we should make santa real <laughs> and, and i and just to as i was thinking about this not only should we make him real but i i, I want to convince you of the fact that the fact that we haven't done it yet is insane and morally wrong <laughs> and we should do it immediately and people should get on it as they listen to this podcast, start writing the the petitions and start getting it going. Okay, so this will, if you do your job correctly, this will end with a change.com <laughs> login. <laughs> That's exactly it, yeah. And hopefully, yeah, lots of government money being diverted to this, this that, that's specific what I was hoping. cost. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, I, think, good. I think that's what I need to get on board with. I, I love this. I obviously want to say, yes, let's do this immediately, but I need to understand how we would approach this. Well, let's start with like, why? I mean, we're going to have to sell it, right? So why we should we do it? that? Yes. Why a, should a, a we why? do it? I think we should break this into a why okay. and a how. Uh, a why first, and a how. I want to know, yes, before that, a little background on your relationship with Santa would help. I feel like, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, you may have believed in Santa until you were like 13. I, well, not that, <laughs> okay, well, okay. Not that long, but I was certainly one of the kids in school and well, this same. Is real- I should say this the same. So I okay, to good. I, but and I'm I would be happy to. Yeah, definitely pushing close to double digits for sure. And all, and also really kind of like angry that anyone would question it. Like just sure. being very upset. I remember specifically being in first or second grade and someone coming up to me and saying, you know, Santa is not real and being so incensed. And my argument was if Santa wasn't real, 
Why wouldn't your parents just buy you gifts all year? It doesn't make sense. This is the only way <laughs> no, that we no, get Kyle. our gifts. And, you know, really like laboring over it and being so angry. And I think that's actually, that speaks to the main point of why we should do this. Okay. Amazing. Here's why. I think, I, and I want to I hear your story of how this went down. But there's a moment in every child's life where they find out that Santa is not real, at least the way that they conceive it. And for, I, I believe that it is like a trauma. And it is like <laughs> one of the earliest traumas that we experience, if we're fortunate, and that it's that moment where we discover that magic isn't real or that your parents have lied to you on like a massive scale. Sure. And there's like this incredible kind of like destabilization. And I thought, okay, why don't we exist in a world where... Let's go back to little Kyle in first grade. I would love and to. Little bully comes up to him and says, Hey, Kyle, don't you know that Santa isn't real? And I would love to be able to say, Listen, Todd, not only is <laughs> Santa real, he lives in the North Pole and he is elected by our nation's children on five year terms. And you can go and okay, check, so the, check the government funding. He is on television. We can go on a live feed and see Santa tinkering around up in the North Pole right at this very moment and know that a gift that we get every year is from this pseudo-magical being and experience. And Suit's I think that still pseudo-magical. Okay, so... Well, here's the thing. I think that, yes, one of the things is to give a sense of wonder, kind of like the way that the royal family kind of, like, inspires, like, a feeling of, like, good tidings for some British people. Sure. I think that, like, <laughs> Santa would allow children to be like, look at what they've done for us. You know, like, at okay. first it's Santa is definitely real, then it's look at what has well, look at what we come together to do and accomplish. And okay, so in your mind, it's we continue to tell the story about Santa absolutely and, and in all of his magic, right? That's and right. And then basically the consolation prize is then well, we weren't really lying. There's still a guy that's that's yep. mortal that's elected every five years to that's represent right. Santa, who does die, doesn't have flying reindeer, but does send uh, like COVID checks to the house. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, now we'll get into this all of the execution. Okay. Of it. Okay, I'm not okay. entirely convinced that we can't fudge flying reindeer. Like, let's put America's scientists on it. But, but I do think that there's two facets to this. So the first is, yes, exactly. We, we give the illusion and get as close to the original myth as possible. I, I do find it interesting that little Kyle was so traumatized that, you know, we had um, a lovely uh, woman, Allie Healy, come on the pod last season and say that she thought that we should abolish Santa and stop lying to our kids. And I like, because mm -hmm. that's how her trauma manifested. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I'm interested, I'm fascinated that your trauma has manifested that, no, we should just double down. Like, you think your trauma would have been lessened if they had just doubled down and and Absolutely. been like, fine, we'll just make it real. Absolutely. Here's how I imagine it going. I mean, uh, first of all, I, I think that that's exactly it. That if you can, <laughs> if you can say, no, we weren't lying. Almost everything we were saying was true. 
I think that it would greatly ease that transition into adulthood that kids face when they're kind of wrapping their heads around this tradition. But second, I think that there is some fun to be had with the actual actual execution of it in a way that like, I think it could be really interesting and actually maybe even better than the real, like the real Santa story right now. So here's what I think should happen. Here's here's let me lay it out for you. Okay, before I tell you why you're wrong, let yes, me hear it please. All. Before okay, I tell, I want to give you I want to give you the full scope of it, and I can show you why this is like a brilliant idea. Great. Okay. So the first thing is that I think that Santa should personally visit the homes of three to five children each each Christmas Eve. Everyone who opts into the Santa program gets a present from Santa. But those come through the mail. They're delivered by, like, government bureaucracy. And those are kind of placed under the tree by parents. But for three to five children, in the course of one night, our Santa does go to their house in the middle of the night. They do enter the house, not through the front door. So through some sort of window or possibly a chimney, if the house is set up for that. But the idea is that the child, and this is with the parent's consent, obviously, the child (laughs) should awaken to the sound of the intrusion and have that kind of special Santa moment that we've kind of seen in like the Polar Express. Sleepy Joe Biden, who we've encouraged to. Now, Sleepy Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe Biden has been encouraged. We've gotten rid of him. Crawl through someone's window. Yes. With the help of a ladder, probably at his age. But the idea is that he rolls into someone's house. The tinkling of his footsteps awaken a child. <laughs> the child comes downstairs and it's like, you know, Polar Express or like a Coca-Cola commercial or something. They are given a special present specifically tailored to them. And then, you know, Joe has like a cookie and yeah. leaves and then he kind of <laughs> goes to the next kid but those kids are then encouraged to kind of go to various media outlets and kind of tell their story to the world of like when I really met Santa and that that becomes like a special little club of kids like and, and it's a great opportunity to kind of build the myth even more like so it's not only I know Santa will give me a gift but maybe Santa will actually come through my chimney or my window it could happen it's happened it happened to that kid in Ohio last year I live two cities over. It could happen to me. So it's kind a little of an like exciting. gambling. You it's like a little could exciting. Win the lottery. Okay, okay, okay. It's a little exciting. And again, for everyone else, the presents are delivered through the mail. So other uh, people still get gifts. Oh, everyone gets gifts. My other question for you is who's everyone? Is this an exclusively Christian thing? Uh, okay. Santa is, let's just nip this in the bud right now. This is dicey. Okay, Taylor, it's I see what dicey. you're doing. I'm, I have to. I have Santa to. Santa is, we have to establish Santa's pan faith. We take the pagan approach. He's more Kris Kringle. He's more head elf, okay? He's not a religious figure. Got also, it. So I, anyone in, and everyone can opt in. Anyone can opt in. Anyone can opt out. The point is that the idea is to create a government system. Like there's probably a cabinet minister of Santa who basically <laughs> is like for every child who the signs Ministry up for Christmas this. Magic, the Ministry will. of Christmas Magic. The Ministry of Christmas Magic is going to give every one of these kids a gift and it should be nourishing in some way you know like art supplies or like a book or something good this is like a positive experience oh, Tail- this is so such dad God, Taylor, to the, 
tailored to the kid's age. This sucks. No, it doesn't suck because <laughs> yeah, here's the point. Yeah, it does point. suck because when you it think d- of Santa, you want Santa to bring you a Nerf gun, uh, not yes. something nourishing. Yes, you want, I get it. But here's the thing. We can even go back to the idea of like Santa giving like oranges, like stuffed with clothes. Like the point <laughs> is, it's not about the gift. It's about the kid knowing that there's some person living at the North Pole who cares about them and will give them a gift. Got and it. I think and that he that does is like, have to live at the North Pole. Oh, he that has is to. The rule. Okay. So let's jump. We can jump into the rules really quickly before we kind of dig in even more. The sure. first is that they have to live at the North Pole. 100. We are building a house at the North Pole. <laughs> and that person <laughs> and will workshop, have to live there. Ideally. And a workshop. And it is. Okay. So let's just quickly. Elves. Yeah, where, where are we on elves? We, okay. It's got to be said. Okay, here's my thinking on elves. <laughs> okay, great. Elves are newly graduated college students. <laughs> and we established the elf program almost like a Peace Corps or a Teach for America. Okay. okay. I, f- I feel like it's a little um, elitist already that they have to be college students, but... Oh, they, they're co- they, they don't have to be college students, but I think... Let's just be honest. I don't want to get elitist or snobby, but the truth is this is going to be a high prestige job, okay? <laughs> this is going to be like to get into the Santa's workshop. I mean, can you imagine the applications that you're going to receive? First of all, the kids get a six-month trip to the to Arctic. the North Pole. <laughs> which is sure? like an unbelievable adventure. You're sure. Okay. Second, I mean, you, this is going to look amazing on resumes going forward. Why? This is like because what are you doing? Because you're building... You are doing the most selfless act, which is to d- create Christmas spirit or holiday spirit <laughs> and deliver gifts to children. Now, I don't think you're actually doing much It's an up there. Amazon warehouse. <laughs> it's mostly like it is a little bit of an Amazon warehouse. It is a little bit of that. But consider this, Taylor. It's also six months of perpetual darkness with young people... I kind of think it might also be like an Olympic Village kind of vibe. It's a reality like, TV show. Like, I think a reality TV, I'm thinking like maybe a little hookup culture. It's a fun 100%. job. 100%. This, this is, is like this a is, fun job. We are bringing single-handedly bringing STDs to the North Pole. <laughs> I th- that's true. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. I think that might happen, but I think that that's okay. Because I think like, <laughs> again, we're offsetting that with like incredible amounts of holiday cheer. And again, I do think it'll be highly prestigious. It'll be very exciting. Sure. I do think so. Like again, the White House until we hear that Santa <clears throat> is fucking one of the elves. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. There's just okay. a lot of PR. I do ha- no, no, I do have a rule for that. I do have a rule for that, which is that Santa must be paired with a Mr. or Mrs. Claus. And again, I, let's just talk about Santa can be any gender. Fantastic. I love this. Okay. okay Santa so we're, can be we're any blind gender. casting Santa. Yeah, but I do think that they, you bring up a good point. How do we stop some bad malfeasance? between Santa and the elves, that is a power disparity. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. I think we need to have, a, we need to pair Santa up with a okay. spouse or a, or a loved one or a close friend. So if Santa's not already partnered, Santa is also getting set up in this scenario. Another great reason for an older 
person retiree. Well, I think it's kind of funny to run you, for it, Santa. I think it's a little bit of like a golden age romance. It's like it's kind of like exciting. Sure. But, but even would, then, you, I, would you have to run for Mrs. Claus then? I think that they are selected by Santa. Great. Um, to be the the partner, and I think it's important. I know that it's a little archaic to have some just person, and Mrs. Claus is like. It's a little dicey, the role of just this woman sitting in a workshop doing nothing. But I do think it's kind of good to show that, like, you know, Santa is not perfect, okay? He puts his job ahead (laughs) of this woman year after year for eternity, right? She's like... Instead of changing it, we're doubling down on that. We have to double down on it. We have to show that Santa is not perfect, okay? We have to show that there's, like, that it's important that there's someone in Santa's life giving him the gift of like <laughs> the emotional labor of being like his support as he kind of lives in darkness. Uh, so I do think that that's important. I do think that to your point about the North Pole becoming sort of a new White House, I think that Santa, when you become Santa, you you are no longer allowed to make public statements or talk on television or communicate with the outside world in a mass media way. <laughs> You become a mysterious figure where you are pictured, you're photographed, there's video of you, again, climbing into those windows. But you're not, you're not given the opportunity to basically be like, you know, and build the wall or something. There's none the of that. The biggest obstacle that you see to this is chimneys, I've realized. And that I, is chimneys are, a pro- <laughs> chimneys, are, chimneys are a problem, let's be honest. But I mean... Again, we can maybe maybe we could put the kid like the specially selected kids in like rented houses that have like some sort of like rigged chimney system. Sure, maybe. sure. Maybe. So we're, pro- that, we're producing this, but to me, that's that's like uh, something we figure out like five or ten years down the road. Great. I, because after again, the investment is after the investment secured. after Great. we set up everything. I mean, another question I had: Does Santa fly? Right. Of course. I mean, I'm not sure. You know, Where are his I think reindeer? That, is it time for us to like get the Concorde back and like do it this way, or like where are we on the I Santa's think pri- I think private jet is interesting. I think helicopter. Are we landing on roofs? Are we getting the? Are we having any? What about reindeer? Where does Rudolph play a role in this? Well, I think you know, just talking about it, I, I'm kind of charmed by the idea of a return to like the humble sled. You know, like yeah, absolutely in in you know northernmost Norway, or I did not do a lot of research onto the history of Santa, uh, but wherever Santa comes from, he presumably went around in a sled, you know, powered by reindeer or dogs or whatever. And I think that <laughs> if we return to that, that might be interesting, you know. Um, but again, to get around as much as I imagine to hit those three to five kids, I think probably we're talking about some sort of private jet situation. Sure. Mixed with a little pageantry, like definitely reindeer outside, not mm-hmm. on the roof. Probably mm-hmm. we don't want to like euthanize any reindeer who like can't <laughs> right. be extracted. I was say, this is a PETA nightmare. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we want we want very humanely treated animals. Sure. And perhaps if the reindeer can't travel, say it's somebody in you know deep desert. Kidding. We don't want to bring oh. the reindeers there. Then what? Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. That's a blind spot on me. I, oh. <laughs> I did not think about warmer climates. I mm. do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that then we're probably substituting like a deer or something dressed up as a reindeer. I think people misconstrue them all the time. I think it's that we camels. can kind of, yeah, it sure. is, yeah, we can do whatever we want. I think okay. we just kind of 
dress it up in the right way. Put a little red nose on humanely, of course. So we are still, it's like, it's almost like an elaborate mall Santa. Like we're still doing the lie-ish. I think, I think so. But again, the amount of effort, I think to be able to say to a child, does Santa live in the North Pole? Yes. 100%. Did Santa (laughs) give me this gift? Yes. Santa gave me this gift. Are there elves? Yes, there are elves. Um, you know, I don't think a kid is saying, are they recent college graduates who are doing this for <laughs> sure, resume building? Sure. I don't think that that's like a follow-up question. <laughs> the elves go on to bigger and better things after yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Sure. No, no, no. I don't think we're getting into that. <laughs> but I think if we can answer enough questions right, or, or, you know, then I think that we're really clearing a, a bar that kind of brings more majesty into our world. This is fantastic. So that's the layout. Why not? Why not? Is the I, question. Okay. Why not? It is a good question. And I, we, we will have to revisit one of your earlier points about taking the pagan approach because mm. my <laughs> biggest why not that I could think of was the fear that Santa is so deeply tied with Christianity. I, I, I worry if we make Santa real, it's going to become a whole, we're basically going to start like religious riots of who gets to participate. Like <laughs> then, then there's going to be like Jewish kids everywhere being like, Oh my God, Santa is real. And we still don't get to be a part of this. Like I think it opens a can of worms for other faiths. You're saying we live in a world where no one is a religious extremist. Is that what you're saying right now? <laughs> I think that I think that by corporatizing and and creating a almost a a commercialism of Santa himself or herself, that by actually making it a human, maybe mm. we make it. We, maybe we strip it of even more of that religious iconography. It becomes more of like a a mascot. Like there's like um in Quebec. There's this terrifying kind of Christmas figure called Bonhomme de Neige. And he's like, a, it's like a scream mask. What is Bonhomme? Um, Bonhomme good de man Neige. of snow? Of snow? It's like good man of the snow, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, it's like, imagine a scream mask on top of a snowman. That's what Bonhomme de Neige looks like. And it horrifying. means nothing. It's just like a symbol. It's just like a guy. It's a, it's a mascot. And I think that, I think that there's a way... I mean, at least in my experience of Santa, I think there's a way to think of Santa as almost just like a benign fairy. Totally like, secular, bro. I think, He's like I the think tooth to, fairy. Everyone that's can participate. It. I think we have to think of him as a tooth fairy. And I think that we really, you're right. I mean, we, re- we cannot let people co-opt Santa, okay? That's not cool. Taylor, I'm just here to make sure that some person lives up at the North Pole and gives people <laughs> books. Spirit. That's I, all I'm I, here I for. It. I'm here for the Christmas spirit. I, I get the point. I, I think it's really important to get ahead of that, to really make sure that this this guy is basically considered almost like a like a tooth fairy. And to and and to really make sure that the the that we're limiting any ability of someone to co-opt Santa. Santa's right. for everyone. I, I think that this is you genuinely believing that that's a possibility <laughs> is, is the most naive thing I've ever heard. I appreciate it. I respect it. But I think you need to concede that we live in the most psychotic society, especially currently. Well, and hold on, Taylor. Remember, that- we're, we're taking all those psychos. 
and we're letting them run for Santa. <laughs> we're so they're go- they're but gone. That's even that this is <laughs> even gone. worse. Your idea is that only the psychos <laughs> that we fear are going to run for president become Santa, but we're, what we're still allowing them to do is become icons and then crawl in through children's windows with yeah. self-appointed Mrs. Claus and yes. a room full of young college graduate aged yes. children <laughs> and where they will live <laughs> They will live in the North Pole with no cameras, no phone, and nothing but access to 20-somethings. I mean, it sounds pretty good. Uh, <laughs> sounds fine. Uh, here's the thing. Again, we are – a lot of these people – These you're talking about bad actors. Let's talk about bad actors and Santa, okay? People who have, like, evil in their heart and who are going to, who are going to see Santa as an opportunity. This is why we must – have the onerous rules of live at the North Pole for five years. No social media, no public statements. It's almost like, I actually think you kind of want to trick a bad person. Not a bad person. We want Santa to be good. But I don't, I think it's a way to really curb the edges off of someone because all they are is just basically a silent figurehead. Um, (laughs) And again, and here's another thing. I do think Santa should be elected by children. And I think that kids, Interesting. I think children could have a different spin on what you're imagining. I don't think kids are going in for the dogmatic Santa. Okay, so instead of like 18 and up, it's 18 and under. Oh, it's definitely 18 and under voting. Okay. Oh, 100%. Interesting. And, and Interesting. again, I think that this creates a civic okay. tradition. Maybe when we get more young people for voting. Santa, is it popular vote? Are we... <laughs> How are we doing Oh, this? no, it's an electoral college. A- yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> That's right. So there can be gerrymandering. We are team. I think we're going to, I think we're going to necessarily deal with some jury rigging. Like, I think like it is going to, there's going to be some bad stuff happening. We just have to accept that that's part of the political process of America. Sure, teach kids young that this is what it looks like. Interesting that we're going with a democracy, considering Santa is, you know, it is a world thing. We're not just going to elect someone like Uh we could in other places. So we could be... I, it's just interesting. Do we really want to be teaching the world that <laughs> you want you want a totalitarian you want a totalitarian Santa? Well, I'm I... glad this is not your idea, Taylor, because the way <laughs> that you're setting this up is here... dark. It's very dark. It's... Trump it's... as a dick as a lifelong Santa dictator, it's not right. It's not <laughs> how some... I would do it. Here's what I'm thinking. I am believing that if we are to have someone that we don't want to be a political figure so badly that we're willing them to send them, we're willing to have them run to send them to the North Pole. <laughs> That what's going to happen by default is that instead of like making people be like, yes, it's real, it's going to make me be like, no, kids, Santa's not real. And it's going to destroy Christmas completely because I'm then just going to be like, nope. In fact, we are converting and we are actually completely disassociating with anything that has to do with this. And you may be the actual Grinch who ruined Christmas. Kyle. Oh, that's an, okay. That I, I can see that point. That's a really good idea. Actually. I think that, I think it's more likely that Dolly Parton is Santa before some politician is right. Okay. Then that takes away. Okay. So then we're, that's where we're making an amendment. I support this amendment that it's not necessarily just people that we fear running our country. Oh no, no, certainly not. I think that we're going to get some people. I think that you're going to have Joe, I think like it's a good way to basically Joe, Joe Biden seems like a Santa Claus. I think what? he would be a good Santa. And I think <laughs> that he might it might be better if he were running for Santa in two years instead of maybe 
for president. I think that that could maybe be a good thing. Maybe be a good thing. What is stopping the reverse of having someone running for Santa, becoming famous for being Santa, and then having our first Santa become president by default? Because a group of 18, you know, he won over an entire generation who now is going to give him the nostalgia vote when they're old enough to vote for him for president. Well, first of all, I think we're talking age-wise Dunzo. Dun- not a problem. Not oh. a problem. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. okay, great. But, but so there I think, is an age limit okay, to be Let's Santa. throw another rule on. I think that this could help you for uh, help that problem. Santa must wear the costume in public anytime they're in public for the rest of their life. So although they can return to the continental, you know, <laughs> world... Mm-hmm. They must wear the costume. I don't think anyone can be taken seriously in business or public life. I think that life. ruins our, that, I think that only makes him more likely to be elected because then you can't be like, kids, he's not really Santa. It was Dolly Parton. Let me tell you about, <laughs> let me show you some of Dolly's old stuff. And you're like, no, Santa has never taken off you're right. their clothing. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay, new rule. Because I think, again, we're workshopping yeah, we're it just work, We're workshopping This is workshopping Absolutely. it. This is okay. Santa's first workshop. Okay, I Prototype like this. One. I like this. You're right. You're honestly, you're right. Honestly, if I think if DeSantis wore a Santa costume, I might be like, but is he okay? I mean, he's Santa. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like, I think uh, you're right. So, oh, no. okay. So I think here's the thing. If you win the election for Santa, that's it. No more elections. You are basically you've termed limit limited for yourself everything. out of every 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 Globally. you cannot run for you cannot run for the prime minister of Great Britain. You cannot right. run for comptroller. You are not going to be regional councillor of Saskatoon. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Nothing. Um. Okay, but that brings up another point. You mentioned the international thing. Mm-hmm. Should we have like a rotating, almost like a Eurovision, like a should it be five? Is it like a UN uh, president thing where it's like five years with an American or North American Santa, but now we got to go to Europe and then we got to go to Asia. Like we have to bounce around. Sure. You know, I thought we you were have say to. There would be like a board of Santas. So like every, you know, oh. every jurisdiction has their own Santa. Oh, no, 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 who no, 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 speaks no. Their there, language has, no. you know. Again, the language is not an issue. There's no language. This is a silent Santa, right? Completely, almost like a mime, really, when you think about it. A silent Santa coming through windows. Well, I think that when that, when for those particular kids, like if if Biden is going into like the Netherlands and he's going to a special child's home and he's been given enough, you know, He's been given enough rudimentary Dutch where he could have a kind of a passable conversation with like a five-year-old. Because again, he's only talking. He's open to learning Dutch. I think you have to be. I think you. And again, you're only talking to like a four-year-old or a five-year-old. You you don't have to speak eloquently. You just have to be able to say like, "Hello, I am Santa. Here is your present. Merry Christmas." In in five languages, let's say. Go back to sleep. Yes. Go go yeah. Go back. Yeah. Go back to sleep. You know, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that actually might help because it'll be very like strange for the child. Like Santa did not talk to me. He only repeated Merry Christmas, go back to sleep over and over again. <laughs> and, and actually his <laughs> grammar was atrocious. And it was very bad. He, was, he, he sounded, he sounded terrible. Unwell. We were worried <laughs> he sounded about very Santa. unwell. He didn't get my vote. What's also stopping, <laughs> if your Santa votes, what's stopping the not my Santa Claus riots? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, or Santa suddenly, I don't think, the great all, Santa assassination due to an angry mob of oh 12 year olds who are now upset that their Santa lost, somebody else's well, Santa won. Okay, first of all, I don't think kids have the, the, the capacity to riot the way that you're imagining children rioting in the I streets. I think you're underestimating <laughs> You're underestimating our nation's children. Yeah. I, I don't, I, they have to be driven to a rally. I think you're a little parent, Canadian. I think you're being a little Canadian about this. Okay, so you think the parents of a child We'll say we're going. I'm dry. We're driving down to the mall where where yes, you will get. Guess what? Well, you were engaged in a riot. <laughs> where those gonna... parents are the religious extremists okay. who are already upset mm-hmm. that this is happening to begin with, and so they're saying yes, get in God. there. God, guys. <laughs> well, I think they have no recourse because they're not protesting to any specific government. They're protesting to the North Pole. Like a, <laughs> they're basically protesting to the North Star. There's nothing okay. there. Okay. Now you bring up assassination. I mean, not a pleasant topic. No, Poss- but- it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think that brings up a Santa Claus, the Santa Claus, the movie situation. I think that we could. Ha- it could be an interesting story arc to have someone have to. <laughs> that whoever <laughs> kills Santa becomes Santa. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Is that a- part of that movie? <laughs> yes. That's messed- oh, that's messed Santa up. And he becomes Santa. That is the I point thought it of was, that movie. Okay, just to dig in, let's take a quick side tour. I thought it was that whoever discovered the body. <laughs> is, it, is it is it killed or discovered the body? Either way, because as a child, you have I, the whole defense of going to jail, arguing I didn't kill, or going to court, arguing I didn't kill yeah. Santa. I discovered the body, so instead of jail time, I deserve five years in the North Pole, surrounded oh, by God. twenty something. Can you imagine if you went on trial and it was like you've been accused of killing Santa? And remember, you have that if you're in that movie. You are now 400 pounds and you've got an eight foot long white beard magically. <laughs> that is going to screw you up so bad you're going to jail in your defense. Instantly. Like you're, it's, you're immediately going to no jail. chance you're not going to jail. Yeah. Okay. See, when I was a kid, I always kind of, I, I didn't know it was about murdering Santa. I thought that you just could discover the body. I kind of fantasized That's about even, it. even, you just... <laughs> I thought it would be kind of fun. Wait, you fantasized about finding the dead body of Santa? Well, but remember, he immediately like evaporates if yeah, memory serves. It's so so like, it's not you're not like staring at a dead body for like minutes on end. I think you see you catch a glimpse of like it, sure, it's like a, a crumpled body. Yeah, car accident. Yes, you catch a glimpse. You're not it's a little it. strange. But then remember, all the trauma that you experience in that moment is uh, immediately erased by the fact that you get to like you know, meet, go, go in a, go in a, a flying sled. So I think you're just as a child, you're like out of your mind. So that's why I thought, I, I thought it could be good. Okay. Um, Very I don't, interesting. I, I mean, I think you bring up some good points, but I, I feel like we've kind of, I feel like we've kind of worked it out together. Kind of. Have we? <laughs> I think so. I think okay. we've handled think, the assassination. Okay. We've so, handled the language barrier stuff. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't speak. You cannot kill him. But if you find his dead body <laughs> unharmed and and survive trial with a jury of peers, <laughs> that's right. Then you get you get to assume the role for so five we have years. To do, we have to do for the a, remainder um, of the um, term. It's also again, this is an American law. Now that's interesting. I guess it depends on where you kill, where you discovered Santa, in what jurisdiction. I think you, I think we say I think we say local laws. I think we say local laws apply. So if you were planning to assassinate Santa, pretend to find the body and assume his position, the best place to do it would be a place a la- a, la- a place with like a re- progressive 
you know, uh, you know, incarceration yeah, exactly, theories, exactly. like where they believe in rehabilitation, not punishment, you know? Sure, sure. I, and I'm surprised you haven't brought up like how we should pay for this because I, I really I, well, think- Well, we are getting there. I, oh, okay. I wanted to get the mechanics first, but I, I do think obviously payment is a very interesting thing because it does bring up the point of like, do you feel like spending all of our time and finances making Santa real when we have like 50 years left on this earth anyway, <laughs> is oh. a wise use of our resources. <laughs> That's right. Santa, I guess at the North Pole, will be living in like a very temperate climate it's, it's gonna in be like 20 years. Gorgeous. People, people the, the, there will be a massive migration begging, to live with begging. Santa. Yeah, these jobs are going to be the only way to survive. In fact, and the housing, and the housing crisis there, because there, there's only one house in a workshop. It'll be <laughs> horrible trying, <laughs> trying to live roof. up there. Zillow the up there is already, it's I can crazy. anticipate, crashing anyway. It's going to be insane. Two things. Okay. One, a fighter jet in America costs like, I think I, I Googled it. It costs like $170 million for one plane. Okay. I think with two planes, that's the whole thing. That's all the setup costs. <laughs> okay. That's building, that's that's building the roads, that's making the voting machines, that's sewing cost. I mean, how much does this really cost? You're building a couple buildings up in the north, you're paying for travel. You're paying for the gifts. But again, I think that those will be donated. I mean, you think I can't... all the gifts of the world will be donated. I think, let's put it in this context, Dolly Parton right now with her imaginary imagination library, right, where she gives books to kids for mm -hmm. free. She gives a million books a month, a month, a million books. Like we're talking, we're, we're close to Santa numbers there. And that's with no support. <laughs> we're not, but okay. <laughs> I think that we, we are, we are, uh, you know, 500 million kids. We can do it. We can every do 500. Every, well, yeah. Every, I mean, we're, this is, it's not, it's not one Christmas every well, five years. No, I mean, I know, we're talking I'm just every saying, year. I'm just confirming you think we could replicate yes. this every And I year. think that, I think that corporations will get behind it. I think that people will want to be, I think that people will want to be the same, the Christmas gift for four-year-olds. And I want to be, and we're going to be the Christmas gift for six-year-olds this year. I think people are going to really oh, go interesting, above and right, beyond. Because you get a different gift based on your I, I think you do. Age. I think we want to, I think we want to be really appropriate to a kid's development level. No, I think that's great. I think that's way better than everyone getting the, sta the same stickers yeah. that one through. Also, and what's especially the cutoff? Like How 18, long do you get presents for? I think you, I think you got to go till 18. I think you have to. I support it. I mean, I, I think it would be weird to stop at like 15 or 16. I mean, are you getting gift cards at a certain point? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think eventually cash? you just start getting like, Amazon gift cards. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I would be thrilled. I would I would appreciate my 20 bucks from Santa. Uh, I think yeah. the one thing we can agree on thus far is that Dolly Parton would make a phenomenal first. Um, she, she could set the tone, like Washington, right? Like really kind of un <laughs> setting like, like this is the this is the way that you do it. And I think that she would be great. I think that she would be amazing. I don't disagree with that. Okay, but then, so financially speaking, you don't think it's an issue because you think I it don't will think be, so. It will almost be like a, a way of. It would almost be like corporate goodwill, <laughs> which I, I, I think I can't argue that it commercializes Christmas because Christmas is already so commercialized. Exactly. Let's not get on our high horse here. This is all about the presents. If the goal the is prezies. to make money, and I'm a corporation using this as advertising, and I'm monster corporation head, what's stopping mm -hmm. me from like? 
giving out like a Barbie purse, but not a Barbie. So it's like everyone gets the purse, but now you have to all. Oh, oh but gosh. Yeah. Get the Barbie. Sneaky. Yeah. I, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I got to play, play sneaky. Like, no, it's no, gonna this be is, no, I think that you're right. I think that I definitely think Mattel is going to swoop in and kind of pull this kind of ugly shit. It's not right. Okay. <laughs> and that's why we have, this is where the elves come in. Okay, we've been searching okay. for meaning. Okay, so the board elves? of advisors, the elves are okay. You know how like they're cops. kids graduate. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I think that kids graduate college that are full of kind of you know excitement about the world. They haven't been beaten down by cynicism. They're like they're ready to apply their theories that they've you know that they've discovered as young adults to the world. I think that they are the perfect group to say this present is okay and this present isn't. I think that they, that that's the role of the elves. I think we just Great. found it. I think that they are kind of a, an advisory board. I would argue that instead of recent college graduates, you might also need children to get to play the elves, which might also. We can't, we can't send kids up there. It's a harsh, it's harsh living. <laughs> okay. It's hard living. Again, it's it, part of the mystique is that it's hard living. Like there's, it has to be wood burning fireplaces. It has to be it's like it, this is like alone. Have you watched Alone on Netflix? Fantastic. I, I have not. I have not. <laughs> it's like survivalists. It's fantastic. You send them out alone and they have to figure out how to live. They would make fantastic elves. I think it has to be there has to be a rustic survivalist component to it because I think that part of the allure is that Santa's making a <laughs> so go of it. So recent Harvard grads looking to bump their resume that yes. also know how to hunt and build fire. Well, wait, wouldn't it humble them? Isn't that what we need? I think a little I, bit. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it put some calluses on on their hands? I think chopping wood. You're, this I could get on board with. I think it would be. I would think it would be. You know, it would be interesting to see what what, what those kids go on to do. Right. I think. I think that would be. I banking. All just in, investment banking. <laughs> Completely until we have our first North Pole suicide, and then things. Oh, oh then God, there's blood yeah. on your hands. Okay, that's pretty dark. That's dark place to put it. I think I'm just gonna be honest. Can we just Kyle? If it's not real magic that we're manifesting here, it's just humans with human error. Then we have to account for the You're darkest right. of human error. I'm sorry for bringing us down. No, just okay, think... then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it, and I don't want this repeated publicly when this program it becomes real. Um, we gotta cover it up. I'm sorry, we gotta cover it up. <laughs> We cannot let it get out. We cannot let that get out. Hold on, hold okay? on. So, so you want this edited from the podcast? No, no, no. Keep this oh, part oh, in. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. Keep this in. Got it. But but, but when definitely covering... when this becomes public policy, I'll have oh, to deny no. it. I'll have to deny it. <laughs> I, I I just really think oh, we're going to have... where does it end? But if where something does it that... end? What do we... Co we cover up every bad thing that happens in the North Pole? No. Just, <laughs> I can see where you're going. Yeah. And I'm just going to quickly retreat from my position. <laughs> we should shine a light on it. We need to, we need to turn this into a, a learning opportunity. Oh my and I God. think that we really need to, I think we need to bring, I think we need to bring Phoebe, everyone together. Phoebe, honey, Santa is real. And he has assaulted a young woman. Let's I think we have it. to. I think we have to make sure that there is no secrets up at the North Pole. That I, I've, I've completely Dolly, flipped. Santa is real. Santa is Dolly Parton. Yes. And Dolly Parton's elves are dead. And, well, I don't, I hope not multiple. I think that act, bad things could happen. Again, I think that this, I think that we'll have full spectrum lights okay. to combat against seasonal depression. I think that we will have cocoa every day. I think that, you know. <laughs> Santa's elves with diabetes. <laughs> I think that, I think that, you know, in moderation, I imagine that Santa has like one cup of cocoa a day. 
as like a pleasurable end to the day. I think that I think that it will be a fun enough adventure, and we're not imprisoning anyone up there. That hopefully everyone comes Except back Santa, with a really. It's mandatory five years. Well, that so. that is true. That's what they signed up for, and they signed up there to be kind of like, but the the legacy. I mean, yeah. my God, you yeah. live forever in a way. If your name is, you until were a Santa. You it's like being a king or a queen away until you're found dead. And, by and the then, hand and then of, again. On well, trial, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> the of, and then replaced, it, it, <laughs> and then you know, covered up, and then it's all covered up. I, okay, I, I, I walked back. My, I walked back the cover up. I walked back the cover up. I, I we no cover ups. Okay. okay. <laughs> if Santa dies, if Santa is found frozen in the tundra, we say <laughs> that is the hard living that this head elf, this yeah. wonderful jolly man or woman, knew. That was the risk they knew they were taking on as they took on this most sacred and prestigious role. And their sacrifice to bring holiday cheer to our lives. To bring you this well, Mattel Barbie purse. <laughs> that's right. And, you know. <laughs> that you don't even like because your older sister got a $25 Amazon gift card. That would be tough. It would be tough to compete against like the iTunes gift card. I think, you know what? No gift cards. It's too, it's too good. It's too good of a gift. I think the gifts have to be almost like trinkety and ceremonial, almost. So it really is. If It really is. I, I just, it does bum me out that it has to be ceremonial because then it just feels like, great, Santa sent me the sticker. Mom and dad, you better have gotten me the bike. Well, Taylor, I'll say that sounds like a you problem, not a Santa problem. That sounds like a bad attitude that hopefully, Ooh. hopefully <laughs> Santa's cheer will remedy in your heart. It sounds like you have the wrong idea okay. of holiday spirit. When and you I were think a that, kid, you didn't want the stuff. Oh, no, I definitely did. I'm like yeah, you. So that's but, what, I, yeah. but I hope okay, that, great. I hope, I hope. That, that you our, raise a generation of children. I hope that our new generation of Santa kids will not feel that way. And, and will be better this than us. And I hope that they are. This project is relevant on changing human nature. And I'm okay with <laughs> it. I think if it's just like the magic of Christmas cheer. But we just, have to try. We have to try. We can't, we, we can't keep going like this. We're not we trying can't. on anything else, so we should definitely Taylor, try. screw the environment. We have to try on something, and why yeah. not Santa? Why not Santa? I don't care. Oh. If, okay, we're not going to do it on climate change. Okay, we're not going to do it on guns. We're Amazing. not going to do it on political division. Santa is the only thing we have that we might do. It might work. It just, it might work. It might work. It's fantastic. Do you feel like you have... I've really died on this hill in the way that you feel. I think so because I've convinced myself so, so truly I've convinced myself. I think that this, <laughs> we, we have like Nothing blue. Nothing surprises bin, me less. We have blue bin recycling projects. Like this is like a, this recycling, is a good. You know, recycling is all like, oh, yeah. I think. I heard yeah, that. I heard that. Recycling's not real. It's all. Okay. Amazing. But see, that's another thing. We should make recycling real too. Like Santa. <laughs> I think Santa could inspire. Inspire recycling to be real. To bring truth and to not other just public be another life. illusion where we that's cover right. up the reality. Exactly. Exactly. In a way, Santa has maybe, the illusion of Santa has maybe inspired some bad behavior that we need to change in our world. And I think that we could start with Santa. Um, I have a couple of games for you. Uh, the first game being, if we're going to make Santa real, uh, should we make all these other characters real? And I want to know how you feel okay. about it. First and foremost, the Tooth Fairy. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. You know what? I think that there's always something sinister about what the Tooth Fairy is doing. No one can ever claim. Like, what's the motive? 
I haven't heard a compelling argument. I don't want to get isn't in. Isn't it like building like I to feel crush like I, teeth into or building castles out of teeth? Yeah. What were you gonna say? They're snorting teeth. I, no, I think they, they crush it into like a powder that makes them live forever or something. I mean, it could get. I I I don't know. I've never I, heard that one, but I love that. That's where your brain went. Oh gosh, you know what? Yeah, do it. And let's find a reason. <laughs> let's only if we can find a good reason for the teeth. Can we recycle them in some way? Can we use them? If we can, let's collect them. Let's collect because they just sit in. They just sit in. Uh, you know, the parents keep the teeth in like a bag. Yeah, in which their is house. terrifying. And, it, and then it just sits there for like seventy years until like the kids find it. Two fairies real. Done. So, okay, great, perfect. Uh, the next one we have Easter Bunny. No, because animals can't consent. So that's wrong. It's just, it's just immoral. You can't, it would be like, it's like a form of, it's that would be like an evil zoo situation. So (laughs) you were on board with the reindeer. Oh yeah. But reindeer are just, remember, they're just, they're not being kind of propped up. They're just like pulling a sled for a little bit. Okay. So you're, you're a little worried that Easter bunny is sort of becoming like, I think um, we would, I think it would be weird. Yeah. How do you feel about Groundhog's Day? Oh gosh. I just don't think we can do it. I would love for a groundhog to be able to affect the weather, but until we can do it, <laughs> let's not even try. And again, yes, animals maybe. can't consent. Animals are, vic- they would be victims and I would see it and I would be like, this is not right. Where are we at with Cupid Valentine's day? That's fine because I not now, not a child. Okay. Not a child Cupid. I think like a cherubesque man in a diaper is fine. And if he shoots you with an arrow, you have to love him? I think what it could be is some sort of like you use Cupid as almost like a like a big gesture of love. Like you can be like, I've got this, you know, okay, you know how people call into the New York Times, you know, write into the New York Times like, here's our love story. Yeah. You can petition Cupid to like help you with an engagement or help you with like a big anniversary. And I think so that, that would this, be cool. Is this monetized? Like, do we have to pay Cupid? No, no, no. It's done okay. based on do merit. We, do we elect Cupid as well? Hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think so. I think we have to. Uh, interesting. Okay. And, no, and do we pick no, Cupid I think Cupid, being... I, unfortunately, I think Cupid has to follow like a, a, a specific image. I think he does. So Santa yeah. could be Dolly Parton, but women can't yeah. be Cupid. Well, I think Cupid, again, it's like the, I, do women want to be Cupid? Let's start there. Interesting. I, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think I'm not so sure. On, I think it depends on Cupid's role. <laughs> and I think that's unfair to say that all women don't want to be Cupid, Kyle. Uh, I think, that, I do think <laughs> it sounds like it. I think the look is less important than like the affinity for archery. The Cupid lore is that Cupid shoots people with arrows and then you fall in love. <laughs> so to me, being a good at archery <laughs> seems like the more important lesson. Oh, where oh so it for you, it's about the archery. Like, well, it's they're not going like, shoot. <laughs> feels like it's like the purge but romantic okay wait like, okay i've got okay i've got a thing it's maybe I not think a it deadly be... arrow but you're shooting two no, people yeah. and if you get shot with the same person maybe you don't have to like fall in love but you have to go on a date and this i think that's like, fun it feels a little fun. bit like a lack of consent in a scary way but i feel like if and what if you signed up what if you signed up to be okay, a potential so if you victim sign up to be a, yep. a victim of cupid it's like it is like we're caught we're literally it's okay cupid sponsored by okay cupid yes yes and they are having someone go and shoot people i think it should be the olympic I, I think it could be the olympic winner in archery Great, because, because i think that would, draw, that would kind of that would kind of make that event like really interesting i think if you win the gold medal in the olympics for archery you have the chance to be cupid we're gonna let you maybe take it 
and we go down the metals from there. Depending on your history with yeah. consent and, and love, and only if you're a cherubish looking. Uh, yeah, you have man. to be and willing to wear a diaper. I think. <laughs> and shoot other couples i just don't Uh, think it'll be very popular i think it'll be like very very rarely used but should exist interesting uncle sam no definitely not (laughs) uh leprechauns (laughs) no that no there's something weird there's something too there's something wrong there i think that leprechauns are evil in a way aren't they malevolent hoarders of gold I like think trick tricksters. you. Yeah, I yeah, think they're I think tricksters. They I, I don't think we need more trickery in the world, and I reject them. Okay, they're so then no, no more. Inter- <laughs> Good. And so <laughs> no more. Not only that, I'm saying get rid of the leprechauns, <laughs> the ones that exist right now. Get rid of them. We are done. We don't need them. <laughs> Exterminate it's too, the leprechauns. We don't, we don't need them anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so then I have a feeling I'll know the answer to this one. I, if we're going to make Santa real, doesn't mean we should also make the Grinch real. Oh gosh. Oh. Now the yeah, you know what? I, I could I think it could be an interesting storyline. Sure. I think to spice it up, what if every four, five, six years we throw the Grinch in? It's not an every year thing. It's like, but maybe we're talking to kids about like it might be a Grinch year. Might be a Grinch year. I mean, it is a great way to get your kids to behave if they know Santa's for yes. sure real and coming. Okay. Now you brought up a good point there. Does Santa give coal? Does Santa think kids are naughty? No. Santa thinks all kids are good. All kids are good. There's no coal. Okay. Interesting. But so you, you've completely taken away the parenting aspect of Santa. Yeah, I, I think I think so. How do you make the Grinch real? You'd have to like... I feel it, like it, it would, would have an, to be like a worldwide game of mafia where like someone gets picked and we don't know who. And okay. like they get to sneak into someone's house and like... But are they green? Are they gr- like, do we do we dress them up? I mean, do we I fur- feel like it's furry? more fun if you dress them up. And then... Yeah, the okay. goal would be that they have to go to a town and rob everyone in the town without <laughs> causing harm. And if they yeah. can do it, then in the morning, you know, as is the Grinch, in the morning they give everything back and their heart grows three sizes yes. in a ceremonious way. So oh, it's gosh. not like a total thing. But I think it could just be kind of fun to get, like, yes. made the Grinch. And then it's your it gets to be your turn to be mafia in the game. Uh, I think it would be really fun to come downstairs on Christmas morning and to realize you've been cleaned out. And instead of being like, and instead of being like, we were robbed, you're like, oh my God, our town is the Grinch town. Our our town is the Grinch town. And then you would go to the public square and there would be, there'd be a huge party. (laughs) All of your presents. Sponsored by (laughs) Coca-Cola. All of this is corporate sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bud Light Light presents the Grinch. I mean, all right. I think we've, I think we're starting a new tradition. Uh, That's fun. I love that. I love that addition to the Santa. Uh, Fantastic. I thank you so much. I, I, it will be on my application for Elf. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Moving forward. That's right. Um, My, I have one more game for you. And that game is uh, called, Would You Do It? And in this scenario, uh, I'm going to argue that what if the only way to make Santa real for everyone and like any version of it, even like if you could make Santa magical or real, the only way that you could do that is if you disposed of another iconic person. Each year. <laughs> Wait, so, every year? Every, every year? year. Someone has to be executed someone has to give, for someone Santa's has to like... magic to fuel oh, Santa's no. magic. 
Why so, are we doing that? I'm Why asking you. You can say no, but I'm saying you you said that you think that it is pertinent to do this and make this real for society. Okay. So if me and sacrificing one of these iconic people. Okay, actually, but like, you're taking it a step further, and I, and I dig this. You're saying this would be real magic. Yes, I'm saying that if in the scenario. Okay, in this human scenario, sacrifice. In this scenario, you could make real live Santa, not not Dolly Parton, not Sleepy yeah. Joe coming through windows. This is the Santa that you've okay. been telling Phoebe about, the Santa okay. that we've all dreamed about, who is this magical, mystical creature who lives in the North Pole and has a workshop and comes to all of our houses. Uh, but in order to make him real, you have to sacrifice one iconic person oh, each God. year. Hit me. Let's do okay. it. Let's, in let's order to roll, make cause... Santa real, would you assassinate Tom Hanks? Oh, my gosh. No. I No. I don't so think so. it's not so. worth it. Tom, I, I don't Tom think Hanks so. Life I, is I, think it would be too, I think that would be too traumatic. He's almost too well-known it would okay. de- it would it would be very devastating. Okay, no. he's he's too well known. Um, I think. Well, I, I, but hey, let's let's see who the next one is on the list. I mean, the can't Rock. be. T- yeah, I think so. I think that's okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I think that the Rock might. He's he seems like a good guy, and I think that there might be something about him that says yes. He at a certain it, age. At a certain age. Him. He might. He might. You think he's, it would be a consensual assassination? I think he. I think it might. And I'm willing to ask him. I'm willing to ring him up. And, you let's for the do sake it. Of Christmas magic. The Rock. I mean, this is hard. I mean, this is really hard. But that, yeah, yeah, I think. But he, I mean, I think, just think about how much joy you could be bringing people. And if it is like you're saying, non secular, and they could be bringing gosh. actual gifts to impoverished nations. I think and, we got it. I think we got it. Okay, you're right. I think we got to let Tom go too. Maybe. Okay, then do, what do we do with Julie Andrews? Oh, that's okay. She's. I think we've done it. We've gotten what? the full arc. I think, We're, you know what? <laughs> this is a really interesting way to kind of pass through the veil to be like, I am giving, I am giving my lat, I'm giving like my spirit. Maybe I'm giving up one sure. or two. It's, like what, it's what Betty White deserved. She deserved exactly. to go exactly. through the veil of Christmas it's magic. Like with, okay. with, 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 maybe you give up a year, but with that year you spread, inc- you know, unimaginable joy. So I think that, yeah, Julie Andrews, I think that's okay. I feel Got good it. about it, and I think, she, I think that she would too. Interesting. Taylor Swift. No, I think she's too young. It's it would, it's too far. Now I've got a new logic system in place. Okay, so your new we, logic we can't, system we can't to be off, their final we can't years of life. Year, we can't off 32-year-olds. It'd be <laughs> okay. like absolutely insane. Okay, so Beyonce, you're not... No, definitely not. What about Jennifer Aniston? She's like in her 50s. <laughs> That's right. This is just going to be like an age game. Um, I mean, that's what it sounds like. Now that I have this new system in place, I think okay. The Rock has more to give. I we're think not, The Rock has more killing... blockbusters. We're not killing The Interesting. Rock. We're definitely doing Julie Andrews. Okay, well. Not Taylor okay. Swift, not Beyonce. Okay, so then if it's. Jennifer then if Aniston. It's, it's, okay, then if it's with your age, then what are we, what if it was to sacrifice like, like Nick Kroll or like a try guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean okay. So somebody who's not like a hundred percent an icon, but still pretty yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. But they don't miss still pretty they good. don't they don't miss oh. the eight people they have fans, but they don't meet the age requirement you're talking about. Can I ask a question? Do sure. people know do people know that they that their soul has powered Christmas? Uh, yeah, I think they would absolutely know. It's not like a hidden assassination, like they no, disappear. No. I think I think literally you would know. <laughs> You would know it was coming for you. Then uh, you yeah, have a I chance. Think the tra- you could run. <laughs> you could run. You could. Oh, but- you could run. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Wait. So and- we say we're coming for you. <laughs> 
think people I think people know okay. that they're coming for you. you oh, then I think risk. that then I think that that's fine. I think that, that then yeah, then I think they, that, that we doesn't could. mean they couldn't be caught. But I no, think No, th- then you know what? I would put Nick Kroll on the list and I would definitely put the try guys whatever because hey, they could I'll survive. Run it. I'll so run you, it. Because they have the chance of survival. I think they have the chance of survival. I think that makes it a little bit more interesting. But, and again, I, I, I think we can't up off people who are too, so famous that it would like devastate our nation's children. Okay, we can't so do that. We only have to off people who are B list celebrities liked by our parents' age and older. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think that that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt. Well, I think he, I mean, some bad stuff. I mean, is is this a new cancel? Can we? Can, is this how we? Is this how we actually make cancel culture real? But then it's almost like wait, it's like kids. Louis C.K. fueled Christmas. I think that then we say a bad man <laughs> fueled a bad. I think we can say to children. This is the scariest floor. <laughs> the scariest holiday. <laughs> I think wouldn't it be interesting if we could if if we could maybe punish someone. By by doing this, sure. Um, I think that would be. I think that would be more palatable to a lot of people, right? But if that I don't know, it's gonna be tough. Christmas. This is gonna be. I, I mean, think, what if Taylor? This is gonna be. This is gonna be a tough sell, it's, regardless. It's death, it's I don't think this is good for magic. It's death row for magic. But oh, here's an interesting thing. You could you could kill someone for the magic and then find out they were innocent years later. Then what? And then I think that I think that it would probably stop the magic from working. Like we're talking about a system of magic. I think the immorality of it, the black mark of it. So it would destroy it. You did the wrong thing because Santa's not coming. Because there would be no there would be no more Santa. There would be no more Santa. Oh man! Yeah, I think so. Really, you have to be really sharp. Really you, sure. need, you need to see the very bad DMs that these male celebrities are sending. You need <laughs> to see them with your own eyes. that they're eating. And then, that they're eating other people. And they're gone. Yeah, exactly. And then they're gone. You're a phenomenal guest. This was a, an amazing thought experiment. Thank you for diving into it with me. You elect yourself as first in command to play Santa <laughs> and get this, or head elf and get this under control. I would never want to be Santa. It's a hard job. And I, and I, and honestly, I respect the men and women who will serve in the future. And I, <laughs> I, I give my thanks to them. And I, and, I, and I think we all should because it's a hard job and I think it'll be really important though. And so. I also respect the men and women who die on behalf of Santa's magic in the and future the one, as And well. the, ones who, the ones who pass because of the powering some weird Santa magic crazy scenario, <laughs> a bleak scenario that you've created. <laughs> All right. I'm reading you your eulogy. You ready for it? Yes. <clears throat> we have gathered here today to celebrate the life of Kyle Mack, who tragically died on the hill of We Should Make Santa Real. Kyle is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including including American Auto Season 2, coming out January 24th, 2023. Uh, You unfortunately cannot follow Kyle's legacy as he has gone dark from Twitter, (laughs) but would like to point out that he does support Elon Musk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're dead. Jumping in on my eulogy. (laughs) You're dead. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay, go on, go on. He doesn't support Elon Musk. He he does. He said it earlier. We have it in recording. Uh, But that doesn't mean that we can't raise a glass of white wine with Kyle in his honor uh, and that tell him to rest in peace. Thank you very much, Kyle. Thank you, Taylor. It was really fun. You're the best. 
Hey guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I'd Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you liked most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at ByTaylorCox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week. Mm-hmm.